What's up, guys? Today is Wednesday, July 20th. Back for another episode. All the guys are back. I'm here. If you don't know who this is, this is Frankie, brother Frank. We got everyone in the studio. Nikki Q, producer Ralph, Eli, and Jared. Uh, we're going to flip-flop on you guys. We're going to get a little crazy. Starting with beer reviews. Let's hear it, boys. Crack them tops. Throwback Wednesday. Oh, told me you used to do beer reviews Call first. Me. So I was thirsty. Okay, so we have a uh, a beer from uh, the hometown. Oh, wow. Fegley's Brew Works in Bethlehem, our favorite spot. Uh, what is this called? Strawberry Rainbow Flip Flops. Strawberry Haze. It's an IPA. A hazy and juicy IPA with strawberries and natural vanilla and strawberry flavors. 6.5%. Let's see how this is. Do not age. Drink fresh. <laughs> It says on the bottom. I mean, the can's nothing to go home about. It is pretty cool, but it's your typical like uh, brew works. I don't know machinery, kind of all the processes for beer. It looks like, but in a rainbow version. Uh, family run, urban made, and fiercely independent since 1998. Shout out Brew Works, we love you. Uh, this is actually pretty good beer. I, I was thinking this is going to be lower for me. But I kind of I kind of like it. The vanilla and strawberries working for me a lot actually. Uh I don't know the drinkability's not there for me. I feel like I could drink like one or two of these and then I'd be okay. It's a little on the sweeter side, um but definitely has that balance uh from the hops that obviously an IPA has. Uh this is this is a really good beer. Um a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I'm going to do a 6.8. This is a very solid beer for me. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a bite, but the aftertaste is absolutely fantastic. Like, I'm I'm getting, like, Wawa strawberry smoothie vibes. Um, I'm going to go with a 6.4 on this one. Like you said, Frank, the drinkability is not there. It's got a little bit of a bite from the hops, and I feel like it sits a little heavy in my stomach. So 6.4 it is. Yeah, I'm not much of a strawberry fan, and this kind of tastes like that cereal strawberry, like the artificial strawberry, mm. and I'm just not, I, it's, it's not it for me. I'm going to give it like a 3.5. Wow, okay. Jeez. Yeah, sorry about that. Hater. Big one. Um, I agree with Frank. Drinkability's not really there, but this does taste really good. I feel like... This beer, though, like, increases the size of my man boobs that are already too big. So <laughs> there's, like, minus three from that. Um, and then, but at the same time, it's Let like, this, boobs. this is my adult milkshake. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I almost feel like I can, like, it would probably be really good if you poured it out into a glass and, like, like hey, this is what I'm going to have at 830 on a summer evening. It's delicious. Strawberry haze. Um 6.2. Nice. Yeah, I definitely fuck with that. It's more of like a dessert for me, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, that's our beer. Uh, a, a wonderfully crafted beer from Fegley's. Brewworks never disappoints. Very solid beer. A lot of stuff coming up. Uh, it's been a while since I've been talking to you guys. Uh, one of the major things we all have going on this weekend is the Shepherd Hill Scramble. From different teams. Yeah. yeah some well, traders in the yeah, room. Yeah, we got a trader in the room. Oh, fucking oh. Canadians. This guy, okay. man. Okay. Okay. 
You might as well I have like admit, one of those half faces, like Ike, because now I you're not admit, the same. I did forget that I already signed up uh, with another another foursome, Oof. and then uh, the lunch beer guy signed up, and I had to Oof. regretfully, very very remorsefully, uh, drop out from their foursome. Uh, I do feel really bad, mm. but um, you're gonna feel worse when you lose to us. There's no shot my foursome is losing to you guys. <laughs> I'm just gonna oh, say yeah, that. Right. We'll say I'm just gonna say that right we'll now. See. Absolutely not. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. It's absolutely gonna happen. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's really cool. We love I'm starting starting start the mind games early. Yeah, the ace in the hole, dude. We got an ace <laughs> in the hole in our our fourth. Who? Nikki Q. No, uh, Dex coming. Th- thank you. Oh yeah, big uh, th- ace. Thank you for yep. saying that. Yeah, I thought you were the yeah, ace. You're in trouble, dude. Hey, Nick, you're an ace on my book. That's what I'm saying. Thanks, buddy. You guys yeah. are fucked. You're not, not going to beat Don't us. Don't sleep on the kids, Frank. Oh, what are you I'm, shooting? What are you, give me, what, who's on your team, and what do you what do you guys shoot? Give me, like, a total. Uh, I'll too, fucking fade you all too day. Too low for you, but Shepherd Hills, very fun Ooh. course. Uh, the, the boys like it a lot. Uh, I think Shepherd Hills is a course that really knows who they are. They don't charge a lot. Uh, you know, I'm not saying it's the best course in the Lehigh Valley, but it's a very, very solid course, and they, they know – kind of the bracket of golf course they're in and they charge accordingly, which you don't really see. I feel like a lot of golf courses try to charge above their weight, you know, their weight class, but And book uh, every seven minutes. Yeah, uh, no, Shepherd Hills, yeah. we love it. They the just love golf, there. you can tell. The they just want there good is golf. Beautiful too. You ever go into it? Yes. They're uh their bar restaurant and then their outdoor like patio set up the beer garden, I think they call it whatever it is. Really cool. Uh we like Shepherd Hills a lot, especially when Oh, that, that flip-flop strawberry shit's coming Ooh. back. Oh, that was a big old Indigestion. How does it taste on the way back up? Actually, really good. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. You know what? I'm, I'm getting that, like, strawberry cereal taste that, that Eli was talking about. I In feel, my burp. In I feel like burp. if someone gave but this to me when so. I was, like, seven, I would have been an alcoholic since I was seven. Because <laughs> I feel like a kid could like this. Yeah, it's dangerous. Cool, uh, coolest thing about Shepherd Hills, though, is that... Uh, you can have a round with the boys and then just tell whoever to meet you after because their outdoor bar setup and patio is legit. Uh, really cool time. So uh, so we all got that going. Um, one other thing that someone here wanted to bring up, uh, gas station slots. I think we were talking about Vegas. Oh, boy. Right? At the bar at Brewworks we, earlier. We were, but we're in Pennsylvania. So we don't we do we have gas station it's slots? It's not airport there? slots, yeah. it's gas station slots. Yeah. Yeah. Um so when I'm up at you know early bird special five, six, seven AM and I go to the gas station and I see people playing slots in the Sunoco. God damn, dude. The shit I'm, they be wearing too, dude, is suspect. Yeah, like I I feel bad wearing sweats and a and a generic t shirt going out, but like the outfits these people are wearing are like, you ever go on those Walmart websites? Where oh, they, people of Walmart? People of Walmart oh, yeah. websites. It's like that shit. And I don't know what the fuck you can get out of doing slots in a gas station, but it, I don't know, dude. The it, grand it, prize it, is like 2500 bucks too. It, it it's not creeps, even a big jackpot. It creeps me out. The, the breed of these people are- Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Ralph's pulling up Walmart people. Oh, um, Jesus. You can smell the, it as soon as you walk the, in. The, my eyes the, are burning. The breed of these people who are playing slots at 5 o'clock in the morning, like they look strung out. They're definitely on meth or heroin or, or methorin or meth. I don't know. 
a combination of the two. Yeah, they're, yeah. Some cra- they're it, crazy people, bro. And they just they stare at you too. Like I'm just trying to get a bang and wake up or just trying to get a what? what? Just trying to bang, bro. Trying to bang one of them. Just trying to bang. Probably. You know. Oh, okay. Won't cool, take. Cool. Won't take that much. And they're always Ralph like, is blind. Yeah, and they're always retirement age too. They always got work boots on too. Yeah, the steel, irony cracks me up toes? at five a.m. Yeah. Irony, steel toes, haha. Bro, they'll have like Carhartt outfits that are like the forty-five years fight. aged. It's tough. Appreciate that is out. that is a tough look. Um, Still better than a nine to five, though. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> honestly, they're probably a lot more happy than <laughs> we are. So <laughs> even if they're delirious, they feel better. Let's uh, let's get that straight. Uh, moving on, though. Uh, someone posed the question as we were at the bar earlier. Uh, how do you win back lost clients? So from a... Prostitution. Uh, wow. Okay. Probably not, though. That's what they want from you. Yeah, well, $5 sucky sucky, they come yeah. back. Is that how that works for Probably, you, they want, they want, like, the hottest rep that your company has to offer, and they want to be... <sighs> Flirted with and courted the email the whole signature way home, people, dude. dude. The yeah. ones that put their picture and their signatures. Oh my god, bro! They want to do a demo and ask like nine hundred questions, even though they already know. But I feel like that is like a t- that is like a tough thing in sales when you have someone that maybe was with your company like four or five years ago and they left, or maybe even like ten years ago, and. Sometimes they don't know like the full aspect of their situation. And what I mean by that is they don't understand all of the outlets available to them through the things that they already have set up. And then they get mad about it because they're dumb. They're like, oh, I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't know how to do this or I couldn't do this. It was like, bro, like you, someone probably showed you how to do this. You weren't paying attention. You forgot because that's how everyone, these days is like let's be honest we all have a 45 second attention span even business owners especially people that have like 25 to 75 employees like they're just flying by the seat of their pants let's be honest and they don't understand a lot of things and then then they get mad and it's like how do you tell somebody that they're dumb and wrong without telling them that they're dumb and wrong well I don't think that's the way to win back clients. <laughs> got to be, dude. At the end it's of the day. Um, it, <laughs> I know what you're saying. you got to get them there. You know what I mean? You in, have to walk them there. It's like inception. In, in my, you have to incept in that pers- idea. In my personal opinion, I think it comes down to like straight customer service at that day. Like at that day and time. Like you need to handhold them, feed them, like spoon feed them. It's like getting back with an ex, dude. Give, exactly. Just you got to play ba- the emotional ba- side of things. Babe, I love you so much. I'll never do it again. Bro, that's like, like Hunter Biden. You know what I mean? This guy's been spoon fed his whole it. life. He's fucking every opportunity up he's ever had. You know what I mean? Like, that's my point. I can tell you as a customer, you're going to buy this, right? I can tell you, do this, do that, do this, do that. Okay, cool. And then you don't listen to me. And now you're out on your own. Implementation's gone. You have, and then you, you forgot that you have a whole pool of customer support that are all stateside because, you know, Americans love that shit. No one wants to call overseas. And it's also accredited people. They're not just like, I'm not a customer service rep. I'm actually like accredited in your industry or field particular to your call. Like we're just talking HCM or like PEO shit. If you didn't know that, right, it's such a simple thing to remember. And then you didn't know that and you forgot and then you're mad. Like, how do you how do you reel that person back in? I don't know, man. I, I got to go back to, 
I'm, I mean, the business that you're doing is you're direct with decision makers or the owners of the company, correct? Mostly, yeah. Right. I always say, like, when you're doing B2, B2B like that, your only job is to save them time. That's it. And, it, like, just if you want to win them back, just be like, I'll save you time, uh. which will either keep your costs equal or below discounts give them discounts yeah, so they're not coming back and give you Even, a discount I don't, I don't think so because if they still have to do it at the at their own hand and it's time <clears throat> and effort out of out of their day to day as a business owner like they're getting fired upon every 8 hours 10 hours 12 hours right yeah now i uh right. nick you gave a very corporate answer earlier about customer service <laughs> but at the end of the day it's how much of their dick, you suck. Yeah. We'll get them back. <laughs> that's cause, that's um, prostitution off no, the grip, No, that's called dude. customer service. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so Custard yeah, service. That's it. Uh, one last thing uh, for office talk before we move on to sports. Uh, I had a very, very, very hard hour of the corporate life earlier. Um, so today we had an event that my company put on, and uh, this event was just titled um, Inclusion Slash Diversity Meeting. Uh, so, of course, you know, already you're like, what the fuck is this? Uh, so we walk in there and um, they each had us submit uh, some facts about ourselves earlier. And the whole exercise, uh, it was an icebreaker, but it was essentially an icebreaker. So the whole exercise was to match up uh, people in the room to their fact based off of appearances only. And then you had to explain. What? No, listen, what? trust me. <laughs> I know. Jesus. And then you had to explain why you matched that person up with this fact. And then they let go of the whole company. <laughs> I was Bro. like, what, dude? I was like, what the fuck so, are we doing so in here? So they're you, fighting racism by making you be racist. Yeah. So Michael Scott, your manager. Okay, let me, yeah, all right. All right, let me explain. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> I know. This is crazy. Let me keep going, though. So there's about 20 people in this room. We each have uh, one to three facts about ourselves up on this board or on a piece of paper, and we have to match it up, right? And again, it's essentially saying that, yeah, we're trying to um, – uh, we're pro inclusion, you know. We want a diverse work company, but then they want us to use stereotypes to match up these facts with people in this room. Um, so again, I'm as of right now, I'm just stating facts of what happened today in my workplace. Um, in in no way am I racist or have any prejudice against any type uh, of group of people. So the one, the one. <laughs> Oh, the one God. fact popped up on the board, and it just said, I love Jamaican food. <laughs> and there was one black dude in the room of 20 people. That's so not cool. So what the fuck did they think we were all going to put and match up with that fact? Oh um, so, yeah, I did that for about an hour today, and um, it was filled with a lot of uh, weird, <laughs> tense moments mixed in with the occasional... 
uh, yeah, I'll make a joke, but it's super awkward. So instead of being silent, everyone's just going to awkwardly laugh. Uh, so there is no awkward silence. Uh, I was about that for an hour. Did they shit on you guys all at the end for your unconscious bias, too? <laughs> no, like, we made this fucked up game. You guys all have to do it. And now we're going to make you feel bad for doing this shit that we made you do. They didn't shit on us. They just made us awkwardly explain our choices oh in front God. of the whole that's room. That's so not Why, cool, man. Dude, dude I got Why? one guy that's in the same role as me, two hours. Our boss's boss was, was in like, the same role as you. <laughs> was like, yeah, was. Was like, yeah, I picked this fact for you because you look old. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Bro, I'm getting no. up throwing haymakers. Oh my God. <laughs> so, yeah, this was really and, a fucked up and, exercise and that they thought was all about inclusion this is, and diversity. This is but supposed to bring us together. It was really right. weird. Yeah. Oh, fuck, so dude. I did that today for about an hour in my morning. These oh are the, the six figure earners. I did that. This I, did this, yeah, I did that from eight thirty to nine thirty this morning. No, so no. like I didn't even really drink my coffee yet. They That's, basically put you all wow. in a room and I like even, created dirt on each one of you off. to blackmail you in the future. <laughs> it's basically what they did. Just like I need yeah. space they, after they that. They don't actually like teach you about a person's culture. They're trying to get it all they out of the way or something. I don't understand. Point fingers at the end. At the end, they were like. Like, oh, my God, thank you. So, like, they didn't explain anything or kind of talk to us about uh, inclusion or diversity. At the end, they were just like, oh, my God, thank you so much for attending this uh, meeting. We all know how hard it is for you guys. Um, this is why the stock market's going down, your dude. Day. Facts. This is why the stock market's going down. We all know how hard it is to take time out of your day. Um, thank you. That's it. And I was like. What the fuck? So was there any lesson here, or you just made us all awkwardly do this nah. thing for an hour? Eli has a point, though. That's that's why shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> Bro, We, I remember when I had, at this one job, We it was February, which is Black History Month, and <laughs> and we had a white woman running Black History Month, and it was like, salt and pepper were cool in the 80s and 90s. And, like, that was, like, a slide. They were doing, like, slideshows. It was so stereotypical and offensive. And they were like, this is great. It's like, what the... F they're, they're almost, like, pouring fucking gas on the fire. Mm -hmm. It's... What are we doing? Like, what? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Oh, like, you want... Like, that'd be like saying, hey, we're going to do a slideshow about the history of the Yankees, and we're going to let a Red Sox fan do it. That's not how it works. Yeah. Who's who's that, uh, Eli? The comedian we were talking about, Andrew who's, Schultz. Andrew Schultz. Okay, he's he, selling his he, special he, because he, he pulled it he, because they wouldn't show it. I, I want to bring this guy up real Bye. quick, and you should really look him up. He makes a lot of jokes on ethnicities <laughs> and racial backgrounds, but he'll sit there and talk to that person because he is so well educated on their background. Their cultural history. Like, we have to go through school for 12 years and learn about America and how we're so fucking great in 17, 1776 when we murdered half of the English uh, and German mercenaries or whatever. He is knowledgeable. Instead, they just want to, like, do this thing where you point fingers, pour gas on the fire, and just create, like, a, a fucking chaotic atmosphere where these people go home and they're like, what the fuck just happened today? There's no actual knowledge on why a person is where they are today. We live in a psychotic it's environment. Up, man. You know what everyone wants to do at corporate? I'm sorry, Frank. They want to. You know what they want to talk about? They want to talk about the booze they like to drink, and they want to talk about sports. <clears throat> they don't want to talk about things like that. 
Yeah, that's pretty much all it was. Uh, corporate life, am I right? Uh, it's essentially them putting on this, uh, I guess you can call it a meeting. So it's them putting on this meeting for an hour. And then at that point, upper management can be like, yeah, we did this inclusion and diversity exercise. We're good. Uh, that's That's it, man. Corporate life, baby. Uh, moving on to sports, something we enjoy a lot more than our corporate <clears> lives. Uh, we do have a open recap. Uh, Jared, if you want to kick us off, uh, the uh, what was that? Second to last major of the year, or last was it major? La- last major of this year, huh? Last major. There should be six really? majors, in my opinion. With sunglasses on. Sunglasses. Uh, see my see my attempt at a dirt stash here. <laughs> I got my golf hat on. I'm full poor man's Cam Smith right now. I'm like, like Cam Smith is like Captain Crunch, and I'm like whatever's lesser than the Great Value brand. If Cam Smith had a crack Kirkland. baby, that's what you look like. Yeah, facts, dude. Yeah, yeah you're Cam Smith mixed with the baby from The Hangover with those glasses. I'll tell you on. what, dude. I'll tell you what. If you guys listened to last week, I called him asleep at the wheel. I told Eli, I said, Barstool, who in their right fucking mind gives you even money for Cam Smith to take the top thirty? Thank you. Thank you. Don't sleep Any on the Any fucking mullet. one, dude. Any fucking one. We're yeah, all over. That's that so, so good. So do Rory. you want more majors, Jared? I do. Because we're in the dog days of summer right now. What 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 else is there going on? Football is football is so close. And I feel like if you had one more major, like first two weeks of August, like that's like the perfect wrap up of the golf season. And PGA, even though the majors aren't ran through the PGA right now, like they should get a major that is ran by the PGA because there's a whole war going on with live golf. And if you want to stick it to them, make it like the August. It's the last one of the year. Pick a course that everybody likes. And you can either make it annual like it is at the Masters or you can fluctuate some stuff like they do with the other three tournaments. Make it a big one because I think we definitely need one more major just to get us to football season because it's dog days of summer in baseball. We just had the all-star break, yada, yada. Nobody really cares until the end of September because everyone's fired up for football. Let's be honest. Dude, imagine chasing a Sunday golfer while you're watching a football bet. Oh, oh you had a ticket live from Thursday morning and you're watching that close out while you're watching your NFL parlays. Dude, when they had waste management going into the Super Bowl, it was so amazing. Nothing beats it. And that's February. That's literally February. It's not even golf season. Like this is golf season. Like do something do something cool. Make another one. How dare you disrespect golf's fifth major, the John Deere Classic? Yeah, no, that Ooh. ain't it. Get also, another quick country, antidote, the PGA you know? Championship is spon- is presented by the PGA. Yeah, but so that's their sponsored major. Sponsored by ADP. But it's like guys that aren't in the PGA can qualify. Like if you're an amateur, you can qualify, though. You know what I mean? But it is put on by the PGA, though. Yeah, okay, just like the U.S. Open is. You know what I mean? Like any, well, that's the U.S. Open's USGA. It's still, it's not the PGA. It's still like outside of their affiliation, though. You know what I mean? Like they can't stop live golfers from coming and playing there, even though they want to. Golf, am I right? Which is weird. You know what I mean? That is weird to me. And I'm saying them from a business perspective. Like if you just locked it in for yourselves, which personally I wouldn't really like because I love DJ. I know we got some Kepka fans here. Um, we want to see those guys play. And there's there's so many other countries that are trying to grow and develop golf. Like. Why not? Why not go put a major in Japan? I'm sure they have some beautiful golf courses. Like, you know what I mean? Matsuyama just won the Masters. Make more majors or bigger tournaments. The fact that, like, golf is kind of over 
and it's the middle of July, it just seems weird to me. That golf's not over. They're still playing for a lot of stuff. The FedEx Cup and do, everything do we like really that. Care? If you're not like a better, do you really care? Yeah, I think so because a lot of these points go into like Ryder Cups and stuff like that. Ryder Cup is cool. That's like the end though. That's like the cherry on the the whipped cream. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we, I also we feel don't have like whipped cream. If you do too many cream. majors, it kind of dilutes the majors. I think six is perfect. That's a lot. I think Why? if they Why, add, if they add one more, so if there was five, I think that's a solid number. Look at every other sport; they've expanded the playoffs, and we all love it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, make but there's, more. there's just one Super Bowl. There's just one MLB World Series champions. There's yeah, just but one there's NBA a wild, there's wild card weekend. There's this. There's that. So, like, you have you have the the best of the majors, and then you have like, oh, these are the new guys or what? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, everyone will understand this is whatever. And you don't have to put it at the end like you put in the beginning and then you push the good ones back. Why does the Masters have to be first, second week of April every year all the time? Why can't it be first week of May? You know what I mean? Same course. Doesn't matter. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Liv will put up their own major. But speaking of other sports, we just had a home run derby and all-star game uh, over the last week. A little recap of that. I thought the home run derby uh, was very fun, uh, very cool. I think it was good. Uh, there's a lot of excitement, especially going into uh, the last round um, after uh, Julio kind of won every round moving up to the final round. And then, of course, Juan Soto. Wins. How do you feel? How do you guys feel about that dynamic of how they run the derby now? Like, I like do you the like out- the fact? No, I like the out system so much more. Because it's tough when you see a guy like Rodriguez put that number up and then he loses. Yeah, I mean, but like, you also could say Josh Hamilton in 2008. The amount of home runs he hit, he still lost to Morneau. I mean, he had that one round where he hit, he hit like 28 in a row or some crazy shit like that. So either way, you're going to have that issue. Um, yeah, but, but it's definitely the, more in control when you don't have to beat the person you're going against in the nature of a time limit. Yeah, correct. I think the time is what makes it the hardest. Like, you got to be fit. Cause it is brutal. Swinging that Rodriguez amount is over gassed. and over again, is, it's... It's hard, and you saw he was trying to just smack those hard liners to left. Yeah, he wasn't was even trying pulling. to hit hit balls four fifty. Like I'm just, I just want to hit four ten line drive, get it out, and he was killing it. But you saw the fatigue come in the final round for sure. Oh yeah, I mean he beat what thirty some more homers than Soto. I think it was Frank. Yeah. It's like fifty one and then like low eighties or something like that. Yeah, I kind of like the. Um... I kind of like the out system better because we can really appreciate the home run. Yeah. I feel like at one point there was just too many balls in play. And you don't even have to, like, wait for it to drop. Yeah. Which you're just supposed to do. Yeah. all day. The rules are way too fucked they don't up, enforce especially the for rules. gambling. The whole Kyle Schorber thing where it was like, wait, did he hit actually 20? You know what he did? can't even keep track. And then the same thing, though, there were so many guys that were, like, still hitting when the ball was in the air. Like, just do the out system. If it nine takes too long because it's four hours and you lose viewership, like make it less outs, make no, it seven. The outs. reason they moved away is because guys would take like ten straight pitches. But if you just make a rule where you can't take three exactly. straight pitches, yeah. then yeah. that get, solves that problem. Get a better pitcher. Well, because you look look at Acuna, dude. The guy that was thrown to him sucked. Yeah, he was throwing he like sliders the ball, and the like catcher set, The catcher setting up up and in. This guy kept missing like middle away the whole time, like. When it when dudes aren't throwing the ball ninety eight, like you're putting your own power into that swing, and when they're missing away, you have to be like even more out in front and use more force. Like the whole inside pitch, like you can just turn and flip. And the fact that he fucked him was so frustrating because what he lost by one, 
And it was literally all that guy's fault. Yeah. Like, hit a uh, spot, my guy. Jared, real quick. Aaron Judge, give it to me. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. It's just painful because, like, Aaron Judge is to, like, what to my cousins what, like, the core four was to us growing up. Like, he's, like, that generational player. And to, like, for you to grow up with that generational guy, like, my dad's guy was Thurman Munson. And then you do the whole thing. And, like, you just pass the history wrong to your family. And then this shit goes down. It hurts. It stings. So I hope they figure it out. Um, but, I mean, after the comments that were made, he seems a little frustrated. Um, and, you know, Hal is much different than George. We'll say that. Much different. Okay. We'll see. Hopefully Aaron Judge is a Yankee next year. I think we could we'll all see. agree on that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're kicking ass right now, though, and we're coming up to the trade deadline. I want to ask you guys, what, wh- who or what do you want to happen? Who do we want to bring on? for the trade deadline to make that World Series push. We're obviously the favorite. What do you think we need? What do you want to see? Okay, I'll answer that um, real quick. We just need anyone for Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo is a anchor on our speedboat, you can say. Um, so if we trade him for anyone else in the outfield, I think we're okay. Um, He's bad. And that's a very solid answer for the boys, I'd say. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I got something crazy for you. Okay, give it to me you quick. You want to hear quick. me out here? Because the Nationals want major league ready players for Soto. People are going to hate me. Give them Stanton, Gallo, Chapman, and Chad Green. Chad Green can't help us win this year. They Chapman can't they either. Take that, would they take that for Soto? I don't think you they would me, take that. No me, shot. You tell me you wouldn't take the potential of the power of Joey Gallo with... <sighs> he's with, batting under 10%. Okay, he can hit 50 <laughs> home runs in a year. Yeah, he can, but he's not. Okay, Stanton just won All-Star Game MVP. Soto just turned he, down 440 and won the home run derby. Okay, well, again, Stanton is an MVP caliber player, though he has one. Okay, and he's he's very good. Him for Soto, even swap. Soto is a much better defender. But my point is, is that Chad Green is a staple piece in that trade because he is very, very good and their pitching is bad. That's a solid piece you have to the bullpen. You pray to God Chapman can get it back, mix it in. And for the Yankees on that end, that trade is amazing right there. Amazing. Yeah, very good trade. We'll see. Uh, who knows what's going to happen. Uh, football right around the corner. If anyone wants to give a quick tidbit on football, Go ahead, right now. Now's your time. Go Giants, fuck the Redskins. Oh, um, the who? Yeah, the who? And the, the who, Nicholas? And the Ravens are yeah, nothing. what did you say? You heard me. Oh. Uh, We're going commando every week for the Commanders. Carson Wentz, it's your boy. You Jared? guys release your classic don't, jerseys this week, and Nick thinks he can be heads. a tough guy. Yeah, the classic not. jerseys, fuck, heavy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Giants won a Super Bowl. J.K. Dobbins, 17-1, comeback <laughs> yeah, right. player of the year. All right, that's it, guys. Thank you so much. Nikki Q, take us home. Fantasy coming up. Um, wait, we're done? Yeah. Fuck, dude. Felt like it, we flew through that one. Uh, thank you so very much for watching. Check us out on everything. Uh, lunchbeerspodcast.com with the www in front and check us out on tiktok and instagram we've been doing a lot of uh short clips on that one so at lunchbeerspod for both and we will see you later (laughs) 